I used to read a lot more than I do now. In 2019, I read over a hundred books. In 2020, I really pumped the brakes and only read about 20. Then in 2021, I had my first kid. So that year in terms of reading books other than the pout pout fish was a wash too. I stopped tracking after two books. But towards the end of 2021 and into the new year, I decided I wanted to make reading a priority again. Now, I'm not reading two books a week like I was in 2019, but I'm intentionally turning off Netflix and picking up my Kindle. This episode is a little different than previous episodes. I've just recently finished reading a book called The Common Rule by Justin Whitmell Early, and I really wanted to talk about what I learned with friends, and I thought that you, my favorite podcast listener, were the best place to start. Through reading this book, I've picked up or restarted three spiritual habits in my life, and they have truly been so refreshing for my walk with God, so we're going to talk about them today. My name is Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. My goal is to give you a simple, actionable Bible study tip in each episode, but one of the things we don't talk about as much is how Bible study shapes us. You can't draw near to God, behold His beauty, and then walk away unchanged. As you finish this episode, set aside your phone or go about your day. I pray that this doesn't just become more information adding to the noise in your life, but I pray that you will pick up one of these habits or maybe even a habit of your own and make a commitment to meet God there. The premise of the common rule is that there are eight habits, four weekly habits, and four daily habits, so eight total habits that shape your life. And ultimately, these habits help you rest in God and help you live more like Jesus. They focus on who we are truly in Christ so that we can stop striving to be someone we're not. So often we try to define ourselves by who the world says we should be. But each of these eight habits is a call to who we are as daughters and sons of the King. Early goes into detail about each of these eight habits, and he gives some examples of how to introduce them each into your life. I've gone a little off script here, and I'm focusing on only three in my life right now. Each of mine is a daily habit, but I hope to incorporate more of the weekly and that last daily habit into my life over time. For clarification, these are not in the same order that they are in the book, but it's just how I'm using them in my own life. Habit number one, scripture before phone. This habit simply means to make sure you are reading scripture before you pick up your phone. It seems simple enough, but it has been a struggle for me. I've done versions of this in the past where I wait to check Instagram or Facebook until after I've read my Bible, but to go as far as not picking up my phone entirely until I've picked up my Bible is a whole new ballgame. There's a poll that I experience in the morning to see what I missed while I was sleeping. 
In fact, this morning, before I even realized it, I was searching for my phone. I wonder if I missed a few notifications or text messages. Did something happen in the news? What emails did I get? Does someone need something right now? But Early says that as we look at these things immediately upon waking, we start to let these things define us. We start to get our worth from how many notifications we have or in how needed we might be with different work emails. But friend, that is not where your worth comes from. It's not where my worth comes from. Just this one switch in the mornings has been an exercise in discipline for me, but it really has helped shape my day. My focus is no longer on who is pinging my phone, but it has transitioned to whose child I am. To help this habit, I've started sleeping with my phone in a different room or at least on the dresser away from my bed so that even when I do have that first reaction to reach for my phone, it's not where I'm expecting it to be on my nightstand and that draws my attention to do something else with those first morning moments, which brings us to habit number two. Habit number two, kneeling prayer. I've never been one to kneel on my bed to pray. I know God is with me everywhere, so kneeling has never really been my thing. I'll pray laying in bed, or most often, I grab my prayer journal and write my prayers while I sip some hot morning coffee. Early suggests in the common rule that posture is important, and over the past few weeks of practicing kneeling prayer, I have to agree. Getting out of my warm bed and plopping onto the ground by the bed is not the most comfortable way to start my day, but it's an immediate surrender to God with the first motions and moments of the day. Replacing my immediate urge to unlock my phone and see what's happening with the discipline of falling on my knees before God has genuinely changed my morning. I start off the day grateful for what God has provided instead of looking for what I missed. I start off in a conversation with my creator instead of scrolling through worthless feeds that don't offer any nourishment. I start off my day knowing whose I am instead of seeking shallow validation from outside opinions. I've only been doing this a week or so, So it's not a set in stone habit yet, but my prayer is that this routine carves itself into my day permanently. Now, this last habit that we're going to talk about isn't necessarily a spiritual habit per se. You won't find it in a book of spiritual disciplines, but it really helps cut down on the noise in our lives and it helps us to be truly present with those around us. Habit number three, Turn your phone off for an hour a day. Turning my phone off is hard for me. And I don't have a super important job where people need me for emergencies or anything. But still, I hesitate to turn it off. Heck, I hesitate to leave it in another room. But I have realized the necessity of my phone being off, especially in order for me to get more deeper thinking and deeper writing done. 
So turning off my phone for an hour a day is something I'm working on adding into my life. Now, to be completely honest, I haven't been consistent with this one at all yet. It's not something I regularly think about, and because I have a nine-month-old, my schedule is a little weird right now. I'm thinking the best time to turn it off for an hour is after my husband, Rhett, gets home from work, but I'm trying out a few different times right now to see what works best and what I can get into a rhythm with. However, I have done one other thing that I'm going to lump into this category with habit number three, and that has helped me keep accountable to not being on alert 24-7, and that is I got rid of my Apple Watch. I felt like my watch was interrupting me at all parts of my day, and I didn't like that I could be interrupted 24-7. So I purchased a regular watch for $20 on Amazon, And to be honest, I'm kind of having to relearn how to tell time using an analog watch. But I've really enjoyed the freedom that has come with that. Nowhere in the book, The Common Rule, does it talk about getting rid of your Apple Watch, but that's just one way I felt like I could apply some of the principles from the book. Overall, the book, The Common Rule by Justin Whitmill Early is absolutely fantastic. I have a link in the show notes if you would like to grab a copy on Amazon. And I would personally love to know if you are reading the book or what habit you might be focusing on right now. If you want to, I would love it if you would send me a message on Instagram. I check Instagram messages pretty regularly, and I would love to hear from you what you are learning and what you are applying to your life. Now, this isn't an episode where we have one direct action step that I'm telling you point blank, this is what you should do. But instead, I'm hoping that maybe there's a whisper in your heart, something that God might be nudging you to do as a result of this episode. Maybe it's turning off your phone more. Maybe it's starting your day kneeling in prayer. And maybe it's just keeping that phone somewhere other than on your nightstand so that in those first few moments of the day, you spend those in conversation instead of scrolling. If starting a Bible reading habit is something that you are interested in and you don't really know where to get started with Bible reading, I have a free Bible reading habit guide that I would love to email you. You can find it at evakaboshik.com slash habit, or you can find it at the link in the show notes. I hope that this episode has given you some ideas for habits that you can integrate into your life. And I can't wait to talk again next week on Bible Study Made Simple.